Welcome to Why I'm Voting, a production of iHeartRadio. Listen, you already know this, but it's an election year. You might already be tired of hearing about it, but here's the thing. Democracy doesn't work without you. I'm Holly Fry, and I'm sitting down with many of my fellow podcasters from Will Ferrell to Stephanie Rule, as well as other luminaries to find out about their relationships with the ballot box, and ultimately, just to find out why they vote. I hope you're exercising your right to vote. And if you're not, I hope that their stories inspire you. Welcome to Why I'm Voting. Today, I am joined by the legendary singer-songwriter, Melissa Etheridge. You know her from her body of work, which is significant, but also she's got some new projects going. In June, she staged the Heal Me concert on her website, melissaetheridge.com, from her new home studio to raise money for the opioid crisis. And now you can actually see her weekly on her website as part of her new initiative, Etheridge TV. But she is also a voter. Melissa, thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Anytime I can talk about this and get people out there to vote, I'm all for that. I love it. I will ask you first if you can recall when you first learned about voting and that you were going to be a participant in this grand experiment of democracy. Ah, uh, Well, I grew up in Kansas, you know, right in the middle of the, the country. And my father was a Republican. And my mother was a Democrat. <laughs> I know it was funny because this is in the 60s and 70s when my mother came from sort of that Southern Democrat. Mm-hmm. And my father came from the the labor, you know, unions, you know, working man, Republican back when it was like that back then. And I used to watch each of them. They were very interested and involved and they always voted. And I remember watching the Democratic convention with Humphrey. And then I watched the Republican conventions with Nixon. And I just was kind of raised both ways. And I was just fascinated. My father also taught uh, American government in high school. So I learned, you know, a little bit about American government and how it worked. So I had that sort of nice, solid foundation. And then, but I didn't think, I didn't know how to register. I didn't know how to do anything. I went off to college and was like voting's for other people, you know? And when I finally got to Long Beach, California, when I was about 21, 22, 23, I started to get involved with, there was a strong women's community there and they were very politically active. And I remember in the bars, women going around saying, are you registered to vote? And they came and registered me and said, this is how you do it. And my first vote was for uh, Dukakis. <laughs> ah. You know, for, yeah, Michael Dukakis. Yeah. yeah, the 88 election. Yeah. That's so cool that you got registered in a bar. I kind of love yeah. that initiative. <laughs> kind of cool. And they, <laughs> hey, they knew where to go get the, you know, that was the only place that the women sort of gathered like that, you know? I love it. Do you remember when you made that vote in the 88 election, like what it felt like to you? Did you have any strong feelings about it that you had finally done something kind of cool? It was in the 80s and I was, you know, a big part of the gay community and AIDS was just starting to rip through our community. And it's when our sort of fun loving gays were on the outside of everything. We don't belong anywhere. We all had to come together and say, no, we need to get our government to acknowledge this plague that's killing us. And so there was a big strong movement back then. And we'd gone through those Reagan years 
And I, I remember thinking, yeah, this this is important. This is us coming together. So, yeah, I do, I do remember it. <laughs> now, you, of course, have presumably voted in many presidential elections mm-hmm. since then. But I'm wondering if you also make sure that you hit your local elections that happen more frequently. Absolutely. Over the years, I have learned just how important it is that all politics are local. From the school board, you know, on up, you know, to through the city councils, all the way up through, you know, your local representatives and your state houses to then the national representatives. But it's just, it's so important, each of those votes. And I know that, you know, they count on some of us not you know, ever come turning out unless it's a presidential vote. So it's really important to to vote every election. What do you do to make sure you're informed for those local elections? Because it's usually a little bit harder to get information about those candidates than it would be for one of the big four-year events. Yeah. Here in L.A., I used to read the L.A. Reader and the L.A. Weekly. They used to really have great, you know, editorials and they were very progressive. So whoever they endorsed, I would take that list and go. But now, you know, that really doesn't exist. So I follow, you know, certain websites and stuff where you can really, at this point, I'm so involved with local politics that that I just know. I actually know the people at this point. <laughs> you can get involved with local politics by supporting your local politicians. Yes, exactly. One of the things that we've talked about with a lot of our guests is the fact that some voters feel a little bit apathetic about casting their vote, either because they feel like none of the candidates really are what they want or that they think the election is already pretty much decided. Everybody knows how it's going to go. But I would like to get your take on why it is still important to get out there and cast that vote. Oh, because it doesn't work otherwise. Yes, it seems like you're one little drop in an ocean, but you're part of that ocean. And it's the reason that democracy works, that majority works, that to either look at the candidates and find the one that at least is leaning toward the direction that you feel your community or yourself needs to go or get involved yourself. I've seen that happen so many times where people are like, I don't see a candidate that represents me. I'm going to run. And those are my favorite kind of candidates. That that happened, yeah. you know, the, the last four years, that's really been happening now. And so that's exciting. And you just have to, you have to believe, you have to understand that, yes, you're one in a billions of people, but we are all connected. And that's how it all works is when we all gather together and feel that power of the people. There are forces who are counting on you believing that your vote doesn't matter. You know, that you can't become part of that. You have to understand that the people's will is the way this whole thing works. And that's the way it's set up. Uh. I love it. We are living in a very strange time. Obviously, 2020 has been a surreal year for pretty much everybody. So it's changed the way people vote. Obviously, more people will hopefully be able to mail in their vote. But I wonder if it were a normal year, is your preference to mail in your vote or vote early? Or do you like to go day of? I love to go day of. We have a nice place where we vote here where I live. We have a nice little city hall. It's a cute little town I live in. So I really enjoy showing up and seeing everybody and saying, here I am. But I do travel a lot. And when I am not in my town, I will definitely vote by mail. Do you have any rituals around voting? Do you like to watch the whole thing unfold over the course of Election Day? Do you like to stay away from it? 
Do you have any like activities that you make sure to do that day as a form of good luck? What does that day play out like for you? Well, I used to love to watch it all day long until about four years ago. (laughs) It's been rough the last four years. I'm very interested and I, I love to follow politics as long as I can keep my heart up and okay. Yeah, that's the trick. If you could tell someone out there, because you are Melissa Etheridge, you have a lot of sway and you are a leader in many regards and an activist. So if you can tell someone who maybe isn't using their right to vote to be that voice, that part of the ocean, what would the one thing be that you would want to tell them? Oh, there is no one that is insignificant and there is no one that doesn't matter. This whole world has always changed and been built on small groups of people getting together and creating change. That's the way it happens. That's the way it's done. To change all the power that you have inside of you, if you can change it from I am insignificant, I don't matter, to I am one of a greater whole and I do matter, not only will that serve your community, but it serves you. It serves you and your health and your mental state. It's good to know that you are part of a community, that your voice matters. I love it. There you have it, direct from the voice of Melissa Etheridge, Your Vote Matters. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a real treat for me. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for all that you do. Hey, are you not registered to vote yet, but you think it's something you want to do? You may still have time. Voter registration deadlines vary by state, so to find out the scoop for where you are, check out a nonpartisan registration voting site like headcount.org or fairvote.org. Why I'm Voting is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to your favorite shows.